Break Room Breakdown, episode 22. If you want, you can get it. Let me know. <laughs> we about to... Yeah, let's get it. 22. 22. Break, break. 22? 22, man. Man. Hey, the international podcasters are back, baby. <laughs> let's get it. Dude, so we're in 2020. Yeah, man. How do you feel, Chris? What's Yo, good? Yo, I'm going to be a little corny. I got that 2020 vision right now, you know? Nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can um, see in the future, see what, or, like, you, or are you saying that you can see clearly? Hey, both, both. Oh, okay. Yes, man, and I got glasses on too. All right, guys. So we got a good episode for you guys today. Um, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, my name is Javier from Hike Stop Repurpose. My name is Chris, Mr. Warhop, from the Warhop Way. Let's go. And uh, shoot, this is our season two, episode one. Well, episode 22. Episode 22. But it's season two. And um, man, we close out the year. I think I close out the year pretty okay. Yep. I want to say, I don't want to say strong because I'm still like learning mm-hmm. and I'm still growing. Um, and this is the actual first year that I've done eBay reselling. Mm-hmm. I touched a little bit on Amazon, but I mainly focus on eBay right now just because I see a little bit more returns. Amazon's a lot more competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to know a little bit more of like, you got to do volume versus actual like yeah. how many items you pick up versus yeah. like on on eBay you pick mm-hmm. up one item you can make 30 bucks off of it. Yep. On Amazon you have to do maybe like 5 or 6 of those items yeah, to get that into that volume based wholesale model. Yep. So let's start man. What's going on dude? Well everything's good man. Well I'm going to touch base on Q4 too cuz uh, let's just say it was a learning experience. Mhm. Yes. So we know like I said our my first year as well. So um I learned a lot about Q4. I learned a lot about the hype, the mm-hmm. dud, and what to do for next year. So I'm glad it happened. Me too. Very good learning experience. Moving forward, man, we're grinding. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're still focused on eBay. Um, definitely still looking into another platform, possibly to cross post or maybe just to diversify. Mm-hmm. I know we said that a lot last season. Um, but I think as we go, we're like... like Literally, as we go, we're like growing. Um, we're understanding the market, understanding mm-hmm. what actually does sell. Yep. And when we say like we need to explore other options, I think we need to do. I personally think maybe we should jump into uh, not necessarily going crazy and getting a bunch of um, crates or like doing mm-hmm. a lot of liquidation. Yeah. But kind of exploring that area where we buy items in bulk. Mm-hmm. And kind of uh, maybe we can even break it out for this month or not for this month, but for this season. Yep break it out and kind of give you guys an idea of how that works and how it functions i agree because i've seen a lot of more bulk things out there that are more accessible it's kind of cool even with like resellers now mm-hmm. they're um shipping out bulk and stuff like that so it's pretty cool mm-hmm. i'm like shout out to ways venture he does his bulk thing and you know he puts it on instagram you can buy it you know and more resellers are kind of diversifying in their own ways by offering their access or their their talents and and sourcing to others mm-hmm. so that's always another avenue we should definitely look into man we should definitely you, explore it. man you need to get into the bulk selling other people's stuff man maybe maybe in the future who knows um you source shoot. like crazy you and your we, shout out to holly man y'all source like shout out to holly if she's listening uh, thank you for sourcing man um she's actually sourcing today uh yeah I she's bet. out there doing her thing which i'm really happy about yeah uh for people that don't know um i work full-time so half like literally maybe three-fourths of my day i'm at work mm-hmm. so it's, it's a little bit harder for me to source um 
And on top of that, it's just um, she has a little, I wouldn't say she has more free time than me because we have two kids, mm-hmm. but she has the ability to like, hey, we're going to go source today and pick yep. up some items and things like that. Yep. And I'm solo, though. I do what I can when I can. Like I said, full-time. But you do pretty good, though. I do okay for being a full-time dad, full-time, you know, I have a full-time job and a full-time workout regimen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. We're trying to get get back at it. The, I, the dude, new, new year, new you. New year. <laughs> What's funny is the new year, same Chris. I'm just grinding, man. You know yeah, I mean? that's good. You know, if, if, I, if I'm not healthy, I can't do these things efficient. You know, be a great dad, be a great reseller and all that efficiently. So I got to health, health is wealth. Health is number one for me. That is and true. And family. So mm-hmm. you. So shoot, let's take it back. So, so what? What did? Let's just start out with some basic questions. Like, man, what did you think about Q4? Do you think um, uh-huh. was the hype there when people were saying, "Man, wait for Q4, yeah. wait for Q4"? How did you okay. do? How did you uh-huh. perform? People want to know. I'm gonna tell you. So it's funny. October first, like sales like crazy. Oh my gosh, this is Q4. Right. Five sales, six sales, October first, and then it was downhill from there. I'm not gonna lie. So. I, you know, because you know, I also realize we special. I specialize at least into, you know, mainly used goods. Mm-hmm. You know, um, things that people need on a daily basis, and also some novelty stuff that you got buy some nostalgia stuff like that. So, Q four is not, I don't think it's really for that. The used kicks, you know, used clothing game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the Q four hype is around new goods, Amazon resellers, mm-hmm. and you know, resellers like you who have that specialty, those specialty items that no one has. Mm-hmm. So, I'm um, overall, I, the hype was the hype was hype, but I see others eating. So, I mean, that's something I have to learn to adjust. Like, okay, I get it now, so let's tackle it next year. I know what to do. I think. Mm-hmm. What about you? Refine your process. Yeah. Um, I think. Um, well, I think you're right in the sense that um, eBay. I was getting sales. Like I like mine mm-hmm. was. I think for me September was the, the lowest month of for sales for me yeah. personally. That's, I don't know what happened that month. The sales dropped. That's my highest. And then I kind of had to like build back up. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, after that, like it was consistent. Yeah. Um, we ended Q or we ended December. I think it was our highest month yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we did sell, but we had a mixture, and that's what yeah. people need to understand. We had a mixture of new things, mm-hmm. uh, some used items, yeah. but we also had, um, like you were saying, like specialty items, unique mm-hmm. items, vintage, collectible yeah. items. And I saw that those were selling pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, remember a couple like episodes ago, I was talking about how I was shifting my sourcing to pick up like sweaters and to pick up like yep. ugly Christmas sweater kind of things mm-hmm. um, so I ended up doing that and we ended up selling a lot of sweaters yeah um, season yeah. a lot of uh, uh, vintage like Looney Tune sweaters mm-hmm. uh, shoot Mickey Mouse sweaters just like those classic uh, unique mm-hmm. sweaters that you can't find everywhere I'm not talking yeah. about like the rib ones that yeah. or like the ugly sweaters that are made to look ugly yeah. I'm talking about the original legit. the legit original yeah. ones and those did pretty well for us. I mean, on average, we were selling them for like 30, 40 bucks. I was picking them up for like maybe, I want to say, 50 cents to a dollar. Yeah. And it was items that I picked up, not necessarily now. Mm-hmm. I picked them up in the summer, knowing that. Get them cheap. That December yeah. was going to be a big thing with those Christmas items and stuff. Mm-hmm. So always keep an eye out for yeah. things that you can sell in the future. Mm-hmm. And I know that for some people, um, you don't have that space. 
yeah. or you don't have like the ability to hold on to a lot of items but if you can find like some christmas sweaters or you find some little items that you can fit in a tote mm-hmm. and even designate it as your christmas tote and yep. just put a bunch of christmas items up. in there yeah. put that under your bed wherever you want to put it at to mm-hmm. store it and you should be good so when did you start pulling that stuff out like november december um I, on some of it i think i believe i think we ended up putting it up around i want to say the end of october early november mm-hmm. um and then kind of started buckling down towards um like after uh thanksgiving break okay it's when I, we started just ramping up yeah. and i think it paid off mm-hmm. because it kept ourselves like going yeah and we weren't slow at all um we sold on average i want to say maybe like five items a day yeah every day wow uh throughout all of december but the funny the well i guess not all of december because we ended up closing our store Uh that's a i'll 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 touch base on that in a little while in a little while Uh so you think so i think the overall take is eBay does sell. Mm-hmm. You just have to be more specific and refine your process on how you're going to sell items in Q4. Uh-huh. Um, but I do think that it's more about Amazon. Yeah. And big time. And a little, doing a lot of like um, mm-hmm. retail arbitrage. And one thing I learned too about eBay, you still can have success. I mean, you're proof of that. The one thing I've learned too with this last two months in Q4, you have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. No matter how many items you have in your store, you still have to list because that is the algorithm trigger, period. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm kind of not ashamed to say it. I listed in the two months, November, December, I maybe listed four times. That's it? That's it. Oh, wow. I got, it was busy. So, I mean, not only yeah, on the yeah. job front, but the family front. Uh-huh. And there was just a lot of gatherings, man. It just, oh, yeah. And then yeah. the motivation, you know, when it gets cold to go somewhere and source. And so it's mm-hmm. like, all right. So I actually fell off. So I think that was the main culprit. Not necessarily the items. It was just eBay likes it when you sell and when you list. So guess yeah. what? If you're not, your stuff starts to drop in ranking, drop in category, you know, drop in listing. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Soon this month, guess what? I've listed probably every other day, 10 plus items. Oh my gosh, the sales are back. Mm-hmm. I think that's it's proof really, right yeah, there. Yeah. Like I'm up like 30 some percent. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. well, it can't get as bad as, you know, previously, but still it's like, that is it. Mm-hmm. That's key success, activity and sales. Period. Mm-hmm. So crazy. So touching a little bit or a little bit on that, um, we actually we ended up closing our store down. Not necessarily closing it down, but going putting it on vacation mode. Mm-hmm. And a lot of resellers, and you see this on Instagram, you see this on a lot of different social media platforms where they talk about like, don't ever put your store on vacation mode mm-hmm. and because there's a little checkbox that you can check and um, that enables like a thing that people can't purchase items yep. so two things happened it was really weird one I knew that we were closing our store because one it was busy mm-hmm. we had a lot a lot of gatherings and I kind of wanted to use that time and and since I knew that Amazon was taking off more mm-hmm. than eBay I was just kind of like eh. yeah. I could be um, selling for an extra two weeks and yes I might be losing out on some on some money or losing out on some uh, opportunity to sell items mm-hmm. but at the same time I wanted to spend a little bit more time with my kids yeah, it's important. and with my wife and around the holidays because it's really important to her so I wanted to make sure that we had enough time to do that together yeah. because I mean your kids are only going to be small for so long mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we ended up closing our store um, uh, putting it on vacation mode 
and people couldn't see any of our items so our like uh listing impressions went completely down like mm. they were gone right yeah. weird thing though i got one sale in the middle of the holidays Hi. with my store closed Hi. and it? it went through like i'm talking about they I don't know how they found yeah. it, but maybe it was an offer I sent out a long time Probably ago. Probably an offer right before you went on. Or something like that. I'm not sure, but they purchased yeah. an item, so I was like, yeah, I'll ship this. So I yeah. ended up shipping that one item uh-huh. uh, in between like uh, Christmas and New Year's. And it was good, though, man. It was yeah. a nice a yeah. nice way to um, kind of take a break and just yeah. relax. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. So what would you do different for next year, next Q4? Next Q4? Yeah. I think... What I'm gonna end up doing next Q4 is probably focus a little bit more on Amazon. Yeah. Pick it up a little bit more in, in um, I, I want to say like November. Mm-hmm. Start just like buckling down, sourcing a lot more items yeah. for Amazon, doing a lot more new items mm-hmm. because I, that's where it's at. Exactly. For Q4, new items, new clothes. You know, we get caught up in you know sending in hard goods and toys and Amazon. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people make a killing off of sending in clothing. On Amazon. If you're ungated, yeah. So oh, I'm talking yeah. about people hit the the Ross and the Marshalls up and did some RA there really hard and made some money. Yeah. It's it, crazy. It's kind of interesting because I don't know exactly how, because I know some people get grandfathered in mm-hmm. to uh, Amazon or yep. to, to resell and some people are just ungated from the get-go. And I'm not sure how that works mm-hmm. because sometimes if you're scanning things, it'll say like you're gated and ungated. Yep. But sometimes the items that you think that you're gated, you're mm-hmm. ungated. Yeah. It's just strange. It's also too the brand's relationship with Amazon too. So like there's some times where you can sell something but get, still get like a notice from that company saying don't sell our stuff even though you're ungated. So it just really depends. That's why Amazon's its own beast. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be, be aware and be, you know, knowledgeable. I mean, not knowledgeable, just be... You know, on top of it, when you sell on Amazon, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's one way. If you're not selling on Amazon, you I mean if you're a serious reseller, you need to do it. Yeah. Because the money so turns around so fast. But also too with Amazon, those guys who send all that stuff in Q4, they're kind of they're they got. I think it's called they call it return returnary. Return return something. Returnary because man. it's like a, a it's like the yeah. biggest month to return all your return items all that you purchase on Amazon. Because all those people bought the stuff in December, they have thirty days to return it, and people are like, oh, you know, I've returned four things already. I'm not bad. So I did, yeah. Oh, for, for uh, Amazon, yeah. <laughs> the stuff I bought off of Amazon, my wife was like, I already have this. I'm like. Or we had two of these, like, oh, all right, return. You know? So, yeah. Some bigger things, too. Do you ever like, think about, like, the person that like, oh, you're I buying did. from, and you're like, oh, I, I was this like, guy's like, gosh darn it. Hey, I just want to put it on there, my bad. <laughs> but it's like, hey, man, I want my money back. Yeah, that you is know? true. I never go in buying something knowing that I could possibly return it. That's, I'm not like that. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. I bought my wife, so, example, I bought my wife a toothbrush, an electronic toothbrush. I thought, okay, cool, yeah, she's going to love it. But, Christmas Eve, we went to her family's house, and her mom bought her a better one. So Christmas Eve, I'm like, dang it, I'm about to return her toothbrush. She doesn't even have it yet, you know. So she when she opened it, yeah, we're gonna return that. You know, <laughs> but like, you know, so just stuff like that happens. And it's just, hey, it is what it is. Part of the part mm-hmm. of the territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So what are your goals for this next year? Next like, year, yeah. I'm talking about like it, not necessarily what you're gonna mm-hmm. do different on mm-hmm. Q4, but like, yeah. what are your goals? Like, so, what do you want to do? So it's funny because, like, you know how everybody does that new year, new me crap. That's not me personally. I don't mm-hmm. do that. But I do have, like, a theme or, like, a word or mm-hmm. something that of the, the new year. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is consistency because I fell off the last part of the year. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, during the summer I get 
you know, kind of just, you know, not fully consistent. So my biggest thing is I want to be consistent. And that can be different levels of, you know, of reselling life in general. But I want to be consistent in listing, consistent in sourcing. Mm-hmm. And if you're consistent in listing and sourcing, the sales will come. Mm-hmm. If you're consistent in doing your knowledge, your product research, knowing what's selling, just being diligent and just grind, you're mm-hmm. going to be. So, and numbers-wise, I mean, honestly, I'm shooting high. I would like to gross $50,000 for sure. It's possible. I think I can do it. I think so. Because, I mean, you got to think that when we first started this past year, we didn't really get into it, like, mm-hmm. 100% till what, March, April? April. And then because we didn't like, know what we were doing until, like, and we July. still don't. We probably still don't. Right. I mean, you're, like you're July, always learning. but in August. Exactly. Like, and, and that's the same with me. Yeah. Like, I, I, if I look back into the into the different months, like, I can't even tell. Like, I started with, like, maybe, like, 10 items mm-hmm. in uh, February. And yeah. then it went to, it bumped up to, like, 20. Yeah. And dropped back down to, like, 10. Uh, and then it just kept building up. And now, I mean, yeah. I think right now we have about 375 items active. Yeah, that's nuts. Which is like, but I'm still like, compared to other resellers, mm-hmm. and I mean, first of all, you shouldn't compare yourself to other resellers because yep. everyone has different different um, situations where they can get different items and mm-hmm. vice versa and things like that. But compared to a general reseller, 350 items is nothing. There's some resellers out there with like 1,500, yeah. 1,300, 1,000 items. Ugh, that's nasty. Some of them, I know that, I think I know one or two resellers that have 10,000 items. Mm-hmm. Uh, active listings yeah but they have like teams and stuff you know what i yeah, mean yeah they have warehouses and yeah but for me my goals for this year is i want to get up to in the higher hundred so i'm thinking maybe if i can get to consistently having 500 active mm-hmm. items mm-hmm. i know that's not a big jump from where yeah. i'm at right now but still like even to get to that point, it takes a lot of time because, I 500 mean... 500 quality items. 500 yeah. quality items, that exactly. Means you're, you're getting 5 to 10 sales a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get 500 items up. I'm hoping to be at least... I want to say at least 40, mm-hmm. 40,000. If I can get hit 40,000 mm-hmm. next year, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, don't sell yourself short, man. I think you can do more than that. I, I know I could probably do more, but I, I just kind of want to... Especially you and, the, you, you and your team. Me and you my team. A, you have a good team. Yeah. No, I mean, serious, I mean, really, you guys could, you guys can do it. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we can do that. Mm-hmm. Is uh, hit forty thousand. Yeah. Hit five hundred listings, and I think I'm gonna stick with you on that. Cons- like that should be our theme for the year: yeah. consistency. For real. Because you're right. I mean, consistency. A lot of people. A lot of people are like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Yeah. I want to do that. But let's just set an actual goal of just being consistent, consistent. and keep each other yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, I'm, I agree with you 100. percent Sometimes it, it's hard to be consistent, um, especially when things happen at mm-hmm. work, things happen at home. Yep. Um, someone gets sick, and you don't feel like waking up early or doing exactly. things like that. So yeah, so consistency, wow. man. That's gonna be the the theme of the year. Yeah, right on, man. Dang. Dang, let's do it. Let's kick it. <laughs> so for real, so I actually like consistent in this pod uh-huh. as well. Putting out this content. I mean, like I said, we are full time dads full-time gigs so for us to put this pod out you know it takes it takes some it takes some shuffling it does some take some shuffling doing, sometimes we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna try our best to get this get this content out and hopefully put out some new content too you know yeah That'd i want to we kind of want to diversify a little bit mm-hmm. um in this podcast uh talk a little bit more about other things that we do in life it's uh, nice, man. especially because exactly and i think we talked a little bit about yeah. yesterday not everyone 
you don't have to be grinding 100% all the time. You don't yes. got to be that uh, Grant Cardone where you 10x everything yeah, and nah, everything's bro. 100%. That's not life. You dig your own grave doing that, man. Exactly. You know? And two, like, it's funny because, yeah, we came up with this too because if you listen throughout the first 22 episodes, we always touch base. There's always a, you know, a nugget of something else about life in there, mm-hmm. about, you know, something at home. I just told you when I got my wife for Christmas, a toothbrush. You know, stuff like that, you know, it's like, all right, we can also put some content in there that, you know, our listeners can relate to, mm-hmm. like in different segment or, you know, another pod or something. So that's just something we're throwing yeah. out there. Thinking a little bit of a branch. Maybe yeah. do maybe a Monday episode or a Saturday episode. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, usually our Wednesday and Friday episodes are about reselling, how mm-hmm. to source, how to ship, yep. how to grind, how to create a, uh, an Excel spreadsheet to keep mm-hmm. track of our packages, yep. tips and tricks about eBay, Amazon, things like that, mm-hmm. and local sales. Yeah. But maybe we should do a segment. I don't know what we're going to call it. It'll be within the break room breakdown. Mm-hmm. But a segment, maybe uh, we'll record it on thursday or tuesday for saturday i don't mm-hmm. know we haven't decided yet Figure something out. if you guys have any ideas and yeah. you're listening to this podcast mm-hmm. feel free to email us anytime at high stop or gosh darn it i said it again break room <laughs> breakdown at gmail.com yep. send us your ideas and maybe things that you want to uh, hear us talk about mm-hmm. anything that you want to learn about it doesn't necessarily have to be about reselling but i do yep. want to state we're not professionals we're just growing with you. Exactly. Or drop us a DM too, you know. Hit us up on Instagram. Uh, Mr. Warhop on Instagram. And uh, what's, your, what's your Instagram? High Stop Repurpose? High Stop Repurpose. High Stop Repurpose on Instagram. Drop mm-hmm. us a, hey, follow us. We follow back, man. Yeah. We're all about that and I'm, I'm collaboration pretty, and interaction, you know. I'm pretty consistent on like it. When people send me a DM talking about like, hey, what do you do with this? Or how much did yep. this cost? Or where did you, where'd you find this? I'm pretty mm-hmm. quick at responding. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be at least, so that way um, yeah. we just have that communication. Exactly. Cool, man. Yeah. Dang. I say, I say we, we wrap it up with a couple of souls. Yeah, so. Lately, I, this year. So, okay, so I posted maybe a couple days ago, I want to say January 1st, uh, our first biggest sale. I think it's probably our one of our biggest sales. It, no, it is. Just ever. It is. Because it, cause originally we had... Um, a Mickey Mouse jacket that we picked up for five dollars and sold it for three hundred, and that was our biggest sale. But starting off the year on January first, we had this nativity set that I picked mm-hmm. up, and I've had some questions. Some people ask me about this on Instagram, and uh, people that I've met here and there, uh, some family members asking me too. So the first question they asked me is like, "How did you know this was worth some money or worth your time to pick it up?" Because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of nativity sets out there, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, when we picked up, actually Holly sourced this item. Shout I was with I was with her when she picked it up, but she found it. But when we when we first got it, um, this nativity set, well, you could tell that it was quality mm-hmm. because not only was it porcelain, it was like leather, yeah. and it was hand painted. Oh, it was uh, it was in a, a box that said like collectibles from I don't know where they bought it at originally, mm-hmm. but it, they bought it from like a shop that sells collectibles. Yeah, right. So I was like, okay, this is promising. We got it in the state sale in the summer, um, back in I want to say in July. Mm-hmm. It was, we've had it for a while. I just yeah. hadn't listed because mm-hmm. I knew that I will wait a little bit of time yeah. um, for the right season to sell this thing. So <clears throat> yeah, we picked it up. It was so the figures were like hand painted leather. It looked great. They looked like they were in great condition. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they were originally from Spain. That's where they were made. Uh, mm. Handmade materials from Spain. Oh, you good right there. I want to say the brand was called Puke. P-U-I-G. Okay. Um, and I looked it up. Puig. I can't even. It's, yeah, I don't Puig. know. Puig. Puig. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly actually looked it up. And she saw that three of the figures that were part of the set yeah. sold for like 240 <laughs> or 300 or That's something like crazy. that. crazy. So we were like, okay, we need to get this nativity set. And of course, this was an estate sale. Um, picked up the nativity set, went to the person, asked them how much would you like for this. I think they said 30. Okay. 30 for the nativity set originally. And we were just like, would you take 20? Yep. Because, first of all, when you're negotiating a price, you don't want to throw the first number. Never throw the first number out. And, like, Orlando from uh, Pure Hustle mm-hmm. Podcast, he's always, he gives that silent treatment. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. And, know. actually, I picked that up from him. Yeah. From, from listening to their podcast. So, shout out to Pure Hustle. Um, and they looked at me, and, well, they, they said 30. I kind of didn't do much. And then I said, would you take 30, 20? And they looked at me, and everyone was quiet for a little bit. They hit you with the silent treatment, too. Yeah, but I just I just stayed silent. Yep. And um, they were like, all right. Deal. So I ended up picking up this nativity set for $20, and with other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um, listed it, sold for 700, 700 plus ship. Okay. So that I think they ended Easy up paying... Money. After everything, like tax and mm-hmm. shipping and everything, they ended up paying like $800 for this item. That's crazy. Uh, of course, um, when you're selling high-priced like high priced items, you want to make sure you got to do your little research on the person that's mm-hmm. buying it. Yep. Make sure that it's not a scam. Uh, communicated with this person a few times before I even accepted her offer because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that this person was legit. Yeah. Because there's a lot of scammers on eBay, and a big lot of time. people get turned off by eBay because of that. Especially for big dollar items. So we talked a little bit, um, not by phone, but email back and forth. We talked a little bit about where I got the item, what kind of item it is, mm-hmm. what they were looking for. Um, and they were happy with the purchase, and we were happy with the purchase. But I definitely packed that item yes. like there was no other. Like that no. item was not going to break. Good, right? Man. Because, I mean, it was 12 pieces plus the shed. That's crazy. Um, so we had it. I packed it in the original box. Pat, like, literally patted everything up. Mm-hmm. Patted the, the house up. Patted all individual items. Put it in the box. Mm-hmm. Put insurance on it. Yep. With signature. Good. Because I wanted to make sure that the person received it and they had signature. Signed Perfect. I, I just ended up putting the insurance for the $700 that, uh-huh. it, that we sold it for. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Ended up everything ended up happening pretty good. Yeah. Knock on wood. Hopefully, everything continues to be good. Mm-hmm. But she messaged me when she received the item. It was it kind of weird because we kind of not. I, I wanted. I mean, I was super nice to her. She was super mm-hmm. nice to me. I was like we kind of became friends in a way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she messaged me and was like, the item received perfectly. She's like, yeah. it was perfectly packaged. Yep. Um, I'm really happy with what the item. She was like, "This is exactly what I was looking for. It's Damn. perfect. Thank you so much." That's and I was like, "Great!" And I said, "Thank you for messaging me because yeah. I mean, when well, you're shipping a $700 item, Heck yeah, 
man, you got like a little knot uh-huh. in your stomach until you get that positive yeah. review and that message saying that they receive it. Getting that tracker too, like please, man. <sighs> yeah, getting here. that tracker. Because I told Holly, I was like, if we ever sell an item that's more than like, un- well, a th- over a thousand, I'm almost sent sometimes. I don't know. We'll see what happens because we have mm-hmm. other items that are priced kind of high up there. That's a little shoot. I'm, I'm almost tempted to fly it out there myself as well, a return where? trip. Yeah. Because if if somehow you can work out a deal with them, uh-huh. I mean, I'm not condoning making deals outside of eBay. Yeah. But um, if you can work out a deal with them, mm-hmm. it might be cheaper for you to fly out there, uh-huh. drop off the item, and come back yeah. and avoid the fees and making That's sure true. the person has it in hand. If it's big money, if like it's big money like that, that's right. a possibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's thousands, but anyways, going back to it, she um, she left us that she sent me that message. I replied to her. I said thank you. I appreciate um, appreciate everything. Or I appreciate you buying this item. We mm-hmm. appreciate you value as a customer. Yep. She left us a really good review, and that was that. That was the very first sale. Dang. So. Yeah. That I'm was not, awesome. That's dope. Congrats on that, by the way. Thanks, man. I remember I got your text. I was like, dang, son. <laughs> I remember you told us when you first picked it up. I was like, that's dope. All right, it's going to sell. And then, you know, three months later, now, bam, money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not following that up. I'll let you guys know about my sales next month. Oh, uh, no, next, you no. Got, you got to send no. a couple sales. Okay. I sold some shoes, guys. That's it, okay? <laughs> and, a, and a, some pants. No, well, no, man. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going to let you have your moment. That's awesome. Like, uh-huh. you don't want to end. I can't follow, but hey, I sold some, some Nikes. After I mean, you eat that big set. That's awesome, bro. That's what it's about right there. Yeah. And then next pod, we'll, we'll do a competition or something, the last five shows or something. But right there, that's a perfect way to just be like, what sold? Yeah. That. So, yeah. So, that sold, that sold great. That's awesome. Um, but just thinking about, like, how we close our, our store down, mm-hmm. going back to that statement, because, um, like I said, people always frown upon, they usually change their handling time. Mm-hmm versus actually putting the store on vacation yep. mode because they say it slows down your store. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I saw us... Well, we just opened it a couple, like, what, a week ago? Mm-hmm. And I've been consistent yeah. with sales. So, yeah. So, I don't know if it's because we have a lot a lot of items out there or exactly. or what we, we're doing, but we're, like, consistently posting, like you were saying. That's we're, what that's we're what li- about. We're listing. That's what it's about. Um, we're sending offers out every mm-hmm. day. Yep. Every day I send an offer out. That's another album trigger, um, yep. And relist some items. And it yep. didn't seem like my store slowed down. No, man. But I'm not sure. It's all activity-based. Mm-hmm. List, maybe accept some offers here and there, send offers, bam, and you will have sales. But no, on top of you having 375-plus items, you're guaranteed for successful or consistent sales. So keep that up. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping mm-hmm. to grow it a little bit more. We'll mm-hmm. see, though. We'll see. We um, but we we want to uh, hear from you guys as well. Holler at us. So like I said earlier, if you have any questions, anything you want to ask us, make sure to send us an email at at uh, breakroombreakdown at gmail.com. You can always reach out to me at High Stop Repurpose on Instagram. Mr. Warhop without the period on Instagram. And, I mean, let's make this year a good one. Let's mm-hmm. try to find some, some more items that we can share with you guys, some bolos. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping to do some more. Um, I want to do a little bit more interview style, mm-hmm. maybe incorporate more people yep. um, and get more perspective because everyone has a different journey. Yeah, everyone, Erica. Everyone. Erica's in the background. She's a reseller, too. <laughs> she just never talks. I don't know why. 
But um, no, but going back to it, yeah, we just want to incorporate other perspectives because it's not just us doing the hustling. There's other people hustling every day. Hustling hard. So stay hungry. Hustle hard, homies. Hey, see you next time.